Welcome to Village Church Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you in the studio with Pastor Craig, Pastor Alex. On September 12th, 2021, we preach our second sermon in our Spiritual War series. And so today, Pastor Craig, you get to answer, I think, actually a very interesting question that many people are going to want to know the answer mm-hmm. to. What can Satan actually do to me? It depends. So <clears throat> how do you like that? Was That's, great. <laughs> That's great. I think we can end it. Solid and go answer. Home and yeah, we're great good. political <laughs> statement. Yes, it depends. <laughs> if you are a, a not a follower of Jesus, mm. you're not in the same category as if you are a follower of Jesus. Yeah. So um, this is where we get the statement, a house divided against itself cannot stand. You probably are familiar with that statement from mm-hmm. scripture, but we are familiar mm-hmm. with it in culture as well. It's a popular statement. Here's what that means. When, uh, when you belong to Jesus Christ, you cannot belong to the other side. Mm. When you don't belong to Jesus Christ, you only belong to the other side. Mm. And that's what we talked about when we, when we talked about being born on a battlefield, right? We're born on the, on the wrong side. We don't know that, but clearly that's in Scripture. One of our favorite verses is, For God so loved the world, he gave his only son. Whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life, John three sixteen. But it goes on to say, whoever does not believe is condemned, condemned already. already. Yeah. We are, we are born on the wrong side. We are born condemned enemies of God. And that being the case, we are open to a lot of de- demonic influence because mm-hmm. everybody wants us, right? Mm-hmm. God wants us, but the other side wants us too. Mm-hmm. The question is, how much does, does the other side want us on, on, uh, you know, if, we're, if we're not followers of Jesus Christ? So Satan will go to extreme lengths in order to, to attach himself to us in any way that he can. His goal is to destroy everything that God made good. Mm-hmm. And the pinnacle of what God made is human beings. So his goal mainly is to destroy us. Now, if we, so that's on the, the side if you're not a follower of Jesus. If you are a follower of Jesus, the bottom line is Satan can't do anything to you unless God permits it, mm. which, is, which is an awesome truth. Yeah. Uh, we know that to be true because we have one of the greatest examples in Job. Mm. In the book of Job, Satan appears before God. Satan can't do anything God doesn't let him do. And he has to obey this authority structure that we've been talking about on Sundays. Mm-hmm. If Satan steps beyond that authority structure, he, well, I, I, I think he's going to go with the rest of the demons that are right. being held in, in, in despair yes. and gloomy darkness, right. it says in scripture. So that being the case, Satan goes to God and says, hey, Job is only following you because you're good to him. Mm-hmm. And if you're not good to him, he'll stop following you. And God says, yeah, you know what, you're kind of an idiot, but you know, let's, let's put that to the test. Job knows nothing mm-hmm. of this is going on. Right. But Job's faith is about to be tested and throughout generations, an example to us. Mm-hmm. Satan goes and he takes everything away from him. Job still serves the Lord. So Satan comes back and God says, see, you know, I basically won the bet. Satan says, no, 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 he's still got his health. And God said, okay, you can even take that away, but don't kill him. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he takes that away. His wife says, curse God and die. It's bad news. He gets cast yeah. out of the city. He's got boils and sores. He's unclean. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, he does not curse God. And they have an amazing uh, uh, conversation at the end of the book of Job where God doesn't reveal what happened, but establishes his authority. Yeah over Job's life Mm -hmm. and over the world that he rules. Mm -hmm. Satan gets it now, you know, and we need to get that too. So bottom line, uh, Satan and his cohorts can't do anything to us unless God allows it, permits it, or, you know, uses it, ordains it, uses it for his glory. Can I read it? It's a text from uh, 2 Corinthians 12. 
And some people would surmise, and uh, I'm agreeing with you totally, so some people would surmise that once uh, the demonic was disarmed through the death and resurrection of Jesus, that now Satan has, that God will never give him the ability to affect us physically. Mm. And so Paul says this, he says, to keep me from being conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, meaning God gave him um, really unbelievable insight into the third heaven, meaning that's where God dwells, the mm. spiritual realm. Uh, so to keep him from being conceited, a thorn was given me in the flesh. And listen to the way this describes it. A messenger of Satan to harass me. Interesting. To keep me from becoming conceited. Now listen to how he describes it. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. And somehow God was like, all right, if you, like, if you ever, I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you've been like, God, I would love to see heaven. And apparently whatever you see is so glorious that your temptation to be arrogant or to think yourself better than other people, mm. that maybe the consequence of that, the lifelong plight would be that God gives a demon for the rest of your life, the potential to harass you. Mm. And uh, imagine what he, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a physical ailment, if it was an emotional disorder, but it's very interesting. So, to, but on the one hand, this is where things get really interesting because he's appealing to the highest authority, Jesus, to mm. release this demon. And mm. Jesus is like, no. no. Now, the demon no. has limits, right? The demon couldn't kill if, him. If it's a demon. He, well, he, he says, says it's a messenger, messenger of Satan, Satan to harass yeah. me. Yeah. Some people have, have said an it's analogy. an analogy, but I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that would be really theologically confusing to the Corinthian church. Um, who's like, I don't know, not very mature. Right. But maybe not. So there's there's a little bit of debate in that. But I, I am inclined, because of the way he talks about it, to say that it's a, a lower demon that has limitations um, mm. to harass him. Mm. And uh, but, but that is because he was given probably the most unique experience any human could ever have in all of history, right. which is to see being the glory up, of God yeah. in heaven. And being That's interesting. In heaven. I mean, he had a lot of other... I mean, he saw Jesus face to face. Nobody else... Nobody, uh, Saw that after the cross, yeah, after either. the ascension, so, right? So there's, there's there's some apostles today who are who believe they have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Indeed. Your wife, right? No. So <laughs> uh, no. I was thinking about yours, but no. <laughs> so <laughs> you were saying? <laughs> I don't know what I was Go saying. That it totally right. knocked me out. Um, does God give demons the ability to tap on the shoulders of followers of Jesus Christ mm -hmm. in some way? Um, absolutely. Yeah. Oppression. Yeah. Oppression. Mm -hmm. Um, I think both biblically and church history has proven that yep. some of the greatest church fathers that we have suffered from depression and other things right. like that. And the only thing that can be explained because they were seeing multitudes turn to Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They were seeing huge fruit for their labor, yeah. but, uh, nevertheless they would go home and fall apart. Yeah. And, uh, so I do believe, and I think later on Paul, if I'm not mistaken, says, you know, um, uh, in my weakness, I can yeah. be strong. And so I think sometimes in order to strengthen our faith, that might be the case, but those demons cannot enter into yeah, a follower of Jesus Christ because mm -hmm, you important. belong to Jesus. So yeah. you want to shut that door, then you need to be a follower of Jesus Christ. That's yeah. how the door gets shut. Now, let me also say, um, Paul was uh, in the uh, book of Acts, there was a demon that he cast out of a girl who was a uh, fortune teller. And this girl, this story is in Acts 16, this demon possessed girl was able to tell the future. She made money for her master mm -hmm. and they cast out the demon. It, and so then she didn't have the ability and they end up going to jail because the guy's going to be poor <laughs> now. So that's how the story goes. But um, when that demon got cast out, the reason they cast it out is because l literally it says 
the demon was saying, everybody should listen to these guys. They're followers of Jesus Christ and they're telling the truth. Oh my gosh. And she was just following around telling them. And, mm-hmm. and this, but this was a demon speaking. Uh, right. And so even in telling the truth, the demon became an irritation. If you read the, the, yeah. the story, they were annoyed. They were annoyed. <laughs> oh my gosh. They were so Stop annoyed telling with people. this. And even Jesus, Jesus yeah. would not let the demons proclaim truth. Mm-hmm. Because because the miracles that he did and the faith that he gives us mm. surpasses the authority of the demons and the influence of the demons. Mm. We don't need Satan to be fighting for God. Mm. God God does that on his own. So they cast mm. out this demon. It's, it's a pretty cool story. But that is awesome. Ultimately, um, demons can only do what they're permitted to do yep. by God. Yep. And not by Satan. He's not yeah. calling the shots. I mean, he may tell them what to do, but ultimately... That realm has to get its permission from God. And if yeah. you belong to God, you are under his yeah. authority. Some people have um, brought up this idea that there's the sons of Sceva in Acts 19. Yep. And and uh, that, well, if he can, if demons can beat up these people, can't they beat us up? And people forget that the demons even, this is interesting. I just pulled it up because as you were talking, this came to my mind. I think it's also hilarious. There's so many funny stories about demons that if you yes, think there. about them, it's just kind of hilarious. But, funny, uh, scary. Yeah, funny. Uh, uh, he says seven, like Santa. Yeah, seven sons of a Jewish high priest named Sceva were doing this, whatever. Uh, but the evil spirit answered them. Jesus, I know, and Paul, I recognize, but who are you? Yeah, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't know you. You don't, you don't have the spirit of God in you. And, right. and the man in whom is the evil spirit leaped on them, mastered all of them, and overpowered them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. And this became known to all the, all the right. residents of Ephesus, both Jews and Greeks, and fear fell upon them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus mm. was extolled, which I, <laughs> I just love the, the whole Because of the story. idiocy of I the know, demons. Right? And, and, uh, but like, they can do that because these guys were not actually true believers. And right. so, they, they were had, just trying to use Jesus's name, but correct. were interested in following Jesus. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But it's with Paul, when he talks about the thorn uh, and the messenger of Satan, he's not afraid of the messenger. He's right. irritated. He's irritated. And I think there's a difference. And so we, you know, we preach like if you were hypothetically to come face to face with the demon, you don't need to be afraid. Even right. if God gives a permission to just be yep. super duper annoying, you don't have to be afraid yep. of it. Satan yeah. cannot take authority from God. Yep. God has supreme authority over your life if you're a follower of his. Mm-hmm. You do not need to be afraid of this stuff. And don't buy into all that screaming and shouting and holy water yeah. junk either because that's all Hollywood stuff. Right. Ultimately, uh, when Jesus cast out demons, it was with a word. With a word. And that's because his authority is greater than the demons. And that is why in scripture we are constantly told when it comes to the demonic realm, resist the devil. And he only has one option. He has to flee. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You should preach a sermon on this. You are on the right authority if you belong to Jesus Christ. You're under the right authority. So give God that authority because uh, Satan has none. Yep. Amen. Well, I enjoyed that thoroughly. And I want to thank you guys for being here and processing this together. And I want to invite you back next time as we have more questions on angels, demons, spiritual war, and more on Sermon Q&A.